Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. This is a transformative time for Black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. Cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Ew. Check, check, check. Yo, it's the Boule Cab Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To another edition, man. Listen, we got a dope episode today. Uh, got a shout out to the homie uh, G Herbo. G Herbo, man. Chicago's finest. New uh, album is out. The guy's on fire. Album did numbers. Um, had to sit down with him. So we're going to get into that in a second. Real quick. We've been slacking on the audio on the podcast. So there's going to be a whole lot of episodes just updated at once. But that will be fixed, guys. All right. I promise that's going to get fixed promise all right um also uh shout out to our our sponsors odd socks man look make sure you go check them out odd socks official um dot com use the keyword bootleg kev and go get you some odd socks we just had an incredible pop-up in miami shout out to odd socks man they got the craziest socks street fighter man whatever food you're into you want some cheese it socks you want some godfather socks you want some scarface socks they got them man they got the mask the draws all that go to oddsocksofficial.com Use the keyword bootleg Kevin, save 20% off at checkout. All right, 20% off at checkout. Let's get into the G Herbo interview. Yo, it's the Bootleg Kev show. Special guest in here. The guy just dropped his album, man. What's up, broski? 25 is out. Yeah, man. Out. G Herbo. What's up? What's going on, kid? I saw a meme and it was a pentagram made of Air Force Ones. And there was one black one one in the middle. One in the middle. I saw it. I saw that. (laughs) <laughs> trying to uh, say summon, on summon, summon G Herbo, G Herbo. Yeah. 
to get the album early. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. some funny shit. Uh, had, like clean was dirty was all type of shit. How many pairs of Air Forces do you own? Because there was the video of you going to the store and just buying like it seemed like a truckload uh, of them. Oh no, I just I, I just threw like probably like two hundred pair out like that because I, I only went once like probably two three hundred pair like eight nine trash bags full of them bitches like threw them. Just why well, ain't throwing away? Actually, I told my assistant to just go give them away. To yeah, I was about to say that that'd be uh that'd be socially irresponsible yeah. for you to throw away some brand no, new Air Force. I gave them away. Actually, I ain't even throw them away. I just gave them away. Like went all. You're one and done on the away. forces. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, but I you got, might like a lot right now though. I just bought like sixty something. Could you wear a pair like for like two days straight though? Uh, I mean, like if it, if you're like in grind mode, recording, yeah, like, running around, yeah, if I just got on jogging, uh, jogging or right. something like that. Yeah, but if I'm going out, like with a fit, I'm one and done. How many pairs of Air Forces in your life do you think you've purchased? <sighs> I don't know, bro. I've been I've been buying since I was like a kid, bro. Over a th- <laughs> over a thousand for sure. Hell yeah, I'd probably would buy a thousand shit in, in a couple years. That shit's crazy, man. Maybe a few years. It's 365 days. Yeah, probably like. And the, and and white. these are just strictly all whites. Yeah, Big Bro said I didn't ran through a million of them bitches. That's how Dr. Dre is though. Dre's like that. Dre got his his uniform. It's the black tee, the black pants, and he only wears Air Forces like, once. Yeah, Forces. Yeah, that's. I um I know I didn't ran through a lot though, bro. I've been wearing them since since like a kid, literally. Never dabble in the Black Forces though. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. I used to wear Black Forces too though. I used to wear that was a time in your life though when yeah. things might have been different, yeah, right? Man, we were stuck and I used to wear black ones. I definitely used to wear black ones. Um, talk about this new album, man. I think uh, you know, it's, it's, you've been through a lot yeah. in the last twelve months. It's been public, and, and I feel like this album is an important one for you and your legacy, man. For How sure. you feeling about it? Uh, I'm excited, man. You know, I woke up and I got my first number one album, bro. I feel good, man. I feel real good. This shit Congrats, thank you, bro. Twenty five. Yeah. What What made you want to go with that? Uh, you know, I, I turned 25 back in October, and you know, it's just, just life, and you know, the position I'm in right now is surreal, bro. Cause I lost a lot, you know, along the way. A lot of course, of people I love didn't see 25 years old. Like when I was, I always be saying like I didn't say it more than one time. Like when I was 18, 17 years old, and like one of my older guys, like from the neighborhood, of turned twenty five. We just start calling him OG. Like, yeah, you OG status now, so which is crazy. It's crazy. It's hard to see twenty five. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah, I come man. from, it's a real milestone. So for me to be twenty five years old and and accomplish so much and reach this much level of success in my life, and to still be modest about it because I know it's so much shit out there that I still want to do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I feel like. Uh, just where I'm at and all the emotions I went through recording this project and just, you know, tr- beating so much shit, like everything, every obstacle ever came my way in life, bro. I just found a way to get through it, like not complain or not want to give up or, you know right. what I'm saying? Like not wear that shit publicly. You feel what I'm saying? I just, I just deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And I think when I turned 25, bro, I'm not even, I'm not even lying. Like it's like a switch just went off. I just, my, I just start thinking different and everything. Like, literally, as soon as I turned 25, it was like, I ain't going to say I changed, but it was like some in me just made me think about everything differently, bro. So Yeah, man, I feel like, you know, amongst your peers, like, in you know, at least my perception from a fan's perception is like, you seem to have your head on your shoulders real straight. Like, you know, the last few years, you really don't hear your name in no goofy shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, 
And the same can't be said for a lot of the guys who are around your same age doing yeah. the same thing. You know what I mean? So kudos to you. Cause you I feel like you've been on your grown man shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No, for sure. I've always been mature. You know what I'm saying? I always had a level head and, you know, thought about shit a little differently. You know what I'm saying? I, I take pride in that, bro. I ain't trying to be known for no goofy, weirdo, bozo of ass course. shit. Especially in this industry, man. A lot of shit like that take place, man. You know, like niggas be having gimmicks and shit like that. And it just, I don't know, it, it don't really... It don't turn work. Out bad. Yeah, it turn right. out bad for him, bro. So it's like, I just be trying to focus on me. I don't chase nothing that's not for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be like the next artist. I'm just trying to be me, bro. Like the best me I could be. And I win doing that. Like, fuck all that other shit. 100%. Um, sh- I feel like right now we're kind of, you know, Chicago's had so many waves of, of uh, success from the 90s till now. Obviously, Twister, Common, Kanye, you know, all that, then Chance and and Vic Mensa and then and, and Chief Keith and all that was kind of going on around the same time. And you you were a part of the, a lot of the, the drill scene. And, but I feel like right now, between you, Dirk, Polo G, like it feels like this has been the biggest that Chicago hip hop has ever been. Like it feels like That's it's crazy, it's yeah. a crazy thing to say. Now, now, now obviously yeah. Kanye. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm sure. not trying to take away from Kanye as no. being the biggest artist in the Absolutely, world. Yeah. But I just mean when you look at the landscape of who's the hottest motherfuckers in hip hop, right? Like it's a lot of Chicago, and it's never really been like that. It's yeah. always been like one guy, uh-huh. but it's like y'all really running shit up right now in a yeah. way that's like not fair to a lot of other regions. Yeah. And what's dope is. You and Dirk, just y'all's evolution since mm-hmm. you started no, for sure. has been so special to see. Because yeah. you guys have grown as musicians, grown as rappers, grown as men, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the longevity, there's something to be said about that as well, man. No, I've been hearing that a lot, though. I'm not even going to lie. Like, you're not even the first person to say that, you know. Just from the outside looking in, maybe it looked a little different. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I like what everybody doing, you know what I'm saying? But. It's just something different about Chicago, bro. We grind different, like you know. You know, it's not no quitting us, like. And I always say that I be telling people, like, man, you can't really like take none of this shit personal in the industry when you go through shit, all the adversity that come with. This well, shit. we didn't mention Juice World too. Yeah, of course. R.I.P. Live my brother, man. You know that's a, that's a, that's a given, like automatically, you know. But Chicago, just I feel like we built for pressure. We, we mm-hmm. built for pressure. We don't really, you know, bust under pressure. And those are people who last the longest, especially in this industry, because it's going, you're going to be under pressure, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's what stand out the most to me about, you know, being from Chicago or, or, and seeing other Chicago artists, like, succeed and shit. Well, how's, um, you know, obviously a peer of yours, Dirk, is, is having the best year of his life, but he's also faced a lot of personal losses recently. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been in contact with him recently? Uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to bro on a regular basis. So, you know what I'm saying, it's especially, um, you know, recently after after the, you know, the, the untimely passing of his brother. His brother yeah. Of course, I reached out. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, we locked in. Sure. How big of a loss do you think just, you know, two opposite sides of the spectrum, but losing Juice World and then losing King Vaughn inside of 12 months? Yeah. For the city, man, it's, it's crazy. No, it's different, bro. Like, we take a lot of losses in Chicago, man. I don't know. I don't, it's like maybe it's a, a dark cloud over that bitch or something. That's why I don't really I, – I don't know. Like, you, you can't take it personal, though. Like, it's like I don't know something about this shit. I feel like when you do that, it, you fall under it. You know what I'm saying? You got to, like, just try to keep pushing, you know. Like, I don't know. It's, 
I'm not gonna say it's a bad thing like going on in Chicago. I, I never really, I can't really speak bad about Chicago of course. as much as I be wanting to. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I mean, it's home, can't. man. Yeah, yeah. Um, you recently gave Nikki props for giving you like one of your first biggest breaks with yeah, the Chirac yeah, yeah. record. You know, the Beam Me Up Scotty tape drop. But like, sure. how 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 much did that kind of change your world initially when it happened? Because her fans are crazy people. Shout yeah. out to the Barb's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're no, writers for real. Crazy, crazy fans. But how did that initially happen? Like, how did she reach out? Give me the story behind that Chirac um, record. Man, I was I probably was like 17 or something. This one I used to be just. Thugging, bro. Mm-hmm. I, ain't really, I wasn't really like chasing music, trying to make a real career out of this shit. But, you know, I had already made a name for myself as far as like lyrically and shit, right. you know. Um, and shit, I was in the studio, bro, like four in the morning, some shit like that. It was late as fuck mm-hmm. that night. And she had, um, they reached out. They had called my manager at the time, like, yeah, you know, uh, it's Nikki, these are you know, these Nikki people. We want um we want her to slide. We want her to come right. come to LA and do a record. You know, we fuck with them and we so high, like it's four in the morning, we have a lean and right, 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 weed, right. all type of shit. And we ain't even think it was for real. We like, man, they ain't no fucking Nikki hang up, man. That ain't them people. And they called back like a couple days later, like, man, what the fuck is y'all on? Y'all not trying to come out here and do this record? We like, damn, they for real. It's really them. And she put me on a plane immediately. I came out there in like two, three days, met up with her, got in the studio. She told me how much she fucked with me and she pulled the record up and I did that bitch right on the spot. Like, that man, shit's man. legendary. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I never did she did bring it. you out at Summer Jam in yeah, New York? Because I was Summer I was on the side of the stage. No, nah, for sure. That was like Summer Jam. 20, that was 2015? 2014? 2014, I believe. Meek was on that show. Yeah. I think yeah, Drake was me, there. Drake, everybody was there. Yeah, no, I was there. That shit was special, that was man. When I met Wayne for the first time. Wayne was there. Yeah, yeah. Young Money had that bitch showed up. Oh, for sure, that shit was crazy, bro. That had to be insane coming out as yeah, a kid yeah, on Summer like, Jam stage, bro. I, I ain't gonna lie, it's so crazy. I never. It was like surreal to me. It, it's it ain't it didn't even like hit me when it happened. You know, I wish I was like how I am now, like real focused and like confident because right. it didn't hit me like i didn't even really feel like i was there bro like even being on the stage i couldn't even see all the fans i like blacked out i was so damn nervous doing some shit like oh, i can that. imagine so young, i just came out there and did it real quick and then tried to get off the stage as, as quick as possible i ain't gonna lie to nah, you that's, that's gotta be that's I like was nervous that's fuck. some bucket list shit man yeah. hey interrupting the interview to tell you about our good friends at odd socks now as you can see i always have my odd socks on baby you know what i'm saying Ooh, shout out to my bony ass knees. Um, listen, go to oddsocksofficial.com. They got all the craziest socks. These are the outsiders. You know what I'm saying? They got SpongeBob. They got Cheech and Chong. Listen, Breaking Bad, Godfather, whatever you need, they got it. And now they have underwear. That's right. You can get your odd socks underwear. The boxer briefs are the best underwear that you could ever fit on your ass. Trust me when I tell you. These are Chucky draws. What you know about top ramen underwear, all right? Go to oddsocksofficial.com, use the keyword bootleg Kev at checkout, and you'll save 20% off of, of your order. Underwear, masks, slippers, socks, whatever you need, they got it. Oddsocksofficial.com, keyword bootleg Kev at checkout, save 20%. Um, you have been, you know, what I pre- fuck with you, you always tap in with the West Coast, like you've worked with Mozzie. Yeah. 
you work with Burner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, YG. YG. I mean, we can go down the list. What What is it about, like, guys like Mozzie, like Burner, like, you know, where... Because yeah. these are independent artists, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of guys, um, you know, when you're independent, you're from... I feel like the West is kind of... An afterthought a lot in hip-hop, unfortunately. I mean, you know, I understand the independent grind because I'm still independent. I'm an independent artist. Right, well, just so people um, know, this new album is yeah. independent. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, shout out to my partners, man, Universal Republic and, and Grooves. Right. Um, but, yeah, you know, I understand the independent grind. It's a grind. And with, with me knowing that, I try to, like, connect with as many artists as I can, you know what I'm saying, to, to expand my horizon. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh and whether they independent or not, you know, I, I fuck with Mozzie, though, like, for nah, sure. Now, Mozzie's one man. of the coldest, man. Yeah, me and Mozzie One of my favorite rappers. In. Me and Mozzie locked in, for sure. That's my real dog. But I be trying to, like, connect with art- artists because I feel like that's what it's for. But you got to build, like, relationships, first of all. Like, you know oh, what I'm saying? Of course. Like, I don't really just want to just jump on songs with people and fuck with a nigga. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to jump on this and fuck with him because it's hot or fuck with this because I feel like I'm hot at the moment. Like, I ain't never really wanted to be one of them artists that just got songs with a bunch of niggas that I don't fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So that play a big part in it too. Like, if I fuck with you and your movement, then right, it, right, right. it's nothing. Like, it is what I'm going to pull up to the studio, rock out, pull up to your hood, shoot the video, you pull up to my hood, whatever the case. Um, How hard is it, man, you know, without getting into the details of your situation, but like having something like that out there and something like that kind of floating over you, how hard is it to stay focused and finish an album under those circumstances? Because I've been in similar situations where if it just feels like a cloud over your head. A cloud over you, for sure. No, for sure, because you don't know what's going to happen. You're waiting for this. You're just waiting for to see what. (laughs) I've been there. You know what I'm saying? So I can only imagine how hard it is to just put your head down and get to work. You know what I'm saying? It's tough, man, but. Um, like I said, bro, I've been under pressure my whole life, so I be feeling like I'm built for this shit, bro. It, it is what it is. I don't really like be tripping over shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm cool, so at the end of the day, I just wake up every day and just do the next best thing for me, bro. I get mm-hmm. up, go to work. It is what it is. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't really, I don't feel like one situation or that situation in particular would have me right. under pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm going to just get up and do the right thing. Has there been times where you think if you find yourself thinking about it too much that it kind of puts you in like a like a, a weird funk or depression? No, I really don't. I ain't going to lie. That's 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 one thing that's that I I mean, it's like a strength. I don't dwell on shit, bro. I don't that's think good. about that shit. I'm not yeah. waking up stressing over like shit like that. I got too much shit going on in my life and already other shit where I mean, I plus you you just had a fucking you know, baby, too. Yeah, so I don't really be tripping off shit, bro, to be honest, bro. I don't dwell on situations, you know what I'm saying? I it's child number three for you, right? Two. Two, child yeah, number two. Two boys. Two right, boys. right. Two boys. First one with your girl. Yeah. First uh, one with Ariana yep. and Tiny. Yep, yep, yep. Um, how, how's, how has it been the second go-round now that you've already been through it once? Because I know having a kid uh, is crazy. No, I mean, I don't know. I love kids, so it's, it's, it's shit. It's just easy. It's regular, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's... I just wake up. The only thing is, shit, we got a brand new baby. You learning the baby again. That's the only shit. Like, every You got to clean day. the diapers. Yeah, I mean, that's easy. That's the easy part. Right, right, right. It's right. really, like, comforting them. You know what I'm saying? You Hardest part is to get baby. the kid on a sleeping schedule. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. just the comfortability of it. You know, you got to really learn your kid again. What he like, what put him to sleep. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? How you need to rock him to sleep and how many hours of sleep to get. And then you got to sleep when he sleeps so you can get some sleep. You feel me? Like, that's the only thing that you got to really, like, adjust to. Everything else, that shit be simple. Like, Is it how, how because, you know, having uh, two baby mamas and having two kids who are very much so in your life, does everyone get along all the time? Yeah, for the most part, because yeah. I feel like you and Ari have like been extremely cordial. At least, yeah. like you no, know, it's, it's smooth, bro. It's smooth, bro. Because a lot of times it's the other way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I feel like that, that speaks a lot to what I was saying earlier. Like, you just a real mature motherfucker. You ain't no, with none it's of the, smooth, bro. I ain't gonna lie, should be smooth with me, bro. I don't be tripping no shit. Don't nobody really like be tripping for real. How you feeling, um, about about the finals, man? My Phoenix Suns finals, made the finals. Yeah, man, I fuck with it, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'm happy for Book and for Chris Paul, bro, for sure. I'm definitely happy for both of them, man. I ain't gonna lie. If they I play the Bucks, that's not far from Chicago. No, it's not. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to a finals game anyway, though. I got to. I want to go. You gotta go watch Chris Paul win the ring because yeah, he's going man, I to. Fuck, I fuck with Chris Paul. You know, I, I actually want. I want to see him and Book win. You know, um, I fuck with Giannis too, though. But I, I hate to see him out. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah, I really want to see him. Hurt himself and shit, but all I know is if if I'm the Hawks for, do I'm make for Phoenix, if the Hawks make the finals, Atlanta's gonna be fucking upside down. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. I, you know it's crazy. I really that's who I want to go to the finals though. I, I hope I, I, I hope, hope Atlanta makes it so I have an excuse like to Trae go to Young, ATL. I like Trey Young a lot for now. sure. If they if the finals is in Atlanta, I'm definitely going. For sure. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 nah, that'll be. But you're going for the Suns officially. Yeah, we I have mean, that I'm on the record. I'm going for the Suns if they play the Bucks. Okay, okay. Otherwise, you're going for the Hawks. Yeah, I want to see Trey win too, though. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I'm, I'm either way. Honestly, like you know, what I'm saying like if 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 Phoenix play Atlanta in the finals, I don't even care who wins. To be honest, that's beautiful. Uh, so on this album, you got some dope features. Obviously, Kid Leroy's on here. Gunna, yeah, Twenty One Savage, Polo, Lil Polo, Lil Teach. I mean, yeah, my son, your son on the album. That shit's crazy. <laughs> Um, what's your favorite record on this album, man? Um, my favorite record is uh, it's like a tab between Cold World, which uh, was recorded here at Ready Set Studios. Yeah, exactly, I recorded that here in this building. It's crazy. Um, Cold World is like my favorite, probably, and I like uh, Mad Max a lot. That's my favorite, you know, because I don't know. I be I be like I like that hard lyrical shit. Right, 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 right. That'd be my favorite shit. Lyrically, who is out right now that like you're a fan of that you haven't worked with yet? Because there's so much like lyricism is at an all time high right now. Uh, I want to work with Conway. I like Conway a lot. Hold on, man. Bro, have a real he was just here recording like two hours ago. I just talked to him though. We oh, you just talked. He yeah. literally was like, "Yo, tell him I said what up. We no, got to work." Then I just I was just on Facetime with him yesterday. So okay, okay, um, okay. Yeah, he I was just here. Conway, yeah, that's my boy. Um, who else I fuck with lyrically that that really got it that I. Haven't worked with yet. Um, it's a lot. It's it's a, it's a it's a few niggas that's really spitting. I would say Conway probably the, the one person that that's really really hard. That Conway I come with the with. and he comes with the pain too. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like we both gonna be like a like a two headed dragon on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Have you I ever like worked that. with Freddie Gibbs yet? Uh, matter of fact, I was just I was just with Freddie. Yeah, me and Freddie got some shit. I was just with him like two three days ago. Me and Freddie Gibbs. He's a beast. Shit. Yeah. So you got some shit on the I way. Jumped, I actually jumped on somebody else's shit and Freddie was on it. You feel what I'm saying? There it is. Sure. So Conway, G Herbo record is on the way. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. That'd for be sure. crazy. Yeah, I can't wait. And Benny, my man's, me and Benny been locked in for like a long time. Yeah, nah. I didn't went out there personally to go fuck with Benny when like, in five, Buffalo? Six years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Buffalo's a crazy yeah, place. Yeah, no, Benny, my man's. We just sure. were out there like uh 
When we were out there, April? Yeah, we was out in Buffalo in April, and that yeah. shit was. I ain't gonna lie, I fuck with the whole Griselda for real though. Like for like sure, West Side Gun, he hard as fuck to me. Like I want to work with Bro too. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, you need to just go, just go. You lock just, in you with just go lock in with all three of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? Hey, if you could do a joint album with anybody right now, who would it be? Um, a joint album with anybody. Uh, I think I ain't gonna lie. To be honest, I'm working on some joint albums already. Well, who? Some shit. Uh, me and Grizzly been locked in trying Ooh. to do some shit. And Grizzly got some crazy shit. Uh, I want to do a joint with Polo. Me and Polo probably do a joint. Um, me and Baby still going to do our joint album. But if yeah. I had to just reach for the stars, man, I would say I want to do some shit with. Shit, I'm going big. I want to do something with Hov. Oh, yeah, that'd be crazy. Two, three, four, five songs with Hov real quick. Why not? Hey, how many <laughs> records do you have? So you got a whole project with T Grizzly, who's incredible. Yeah, me uh, and T Grizzly, been, we've been in the studio locked in. How so many records you guys got so right far? Right now, we got uh, like five. And the Polo G Herbo project, is is that something that's actually being worked uh, on? No, nah, me and Polo got a lot of records too, though, but it ain't even like it's just a thought for real, though. But I, I think it, it might, you know, shit might happen. That'd be crazy. Yeah. And then what is this like? We always hear Bibby's not rapping anymore. Yeah, no, Bibby, man, Bibby, you know he's like, a, he's one of the m most yeah, popping executives Bibby in the game on, now. Yeah, I'm finna say he on some on some mogul shit right now. But he's on his mogul shit. We could sure. use another free crack though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. He definitely. I want to drag him out retirement, man. You know, I think he he gonna he gonna rap though. He gonna put some shit out for sure because he still love music, bro. People he's don't still. even understand like the mogul shit he's on because yeah. he he don't. I, the dope thing I like about what Bibby and what he's been doing the last few years is like. He ain't like bragging about all the shit he's involved in. No, he don't. He don't at all. You know, he let his work do the talking for him. You know what I'm saying? That's the way he supposed to. He always been a humble nigga anyway. He not really finna like pop his shit for real. Like he just be chilling, you know. Like if you know him, you know what he got going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I don't think people really realize like bro really hard as fuck. It's not niggas out here that really could rap better than him. He just be chilling. I remember seeing him on tour. He opened up for Ty Dolla Sign in like 2000. Yeah, I remember that. 15, 16. I saw him in Austin, Texas. I was like, oh, this dude's different. Yeah, no, for real. I remember that for sure. Yeah. But yeah, no, bro, he's still like one of the hardest niggas out right now that he's just not rapping. <laughs> are you, are you, Um, now that everything's back open, I know you're, you're, you're doing some of the Rolling Louds. I know you're not doing Miami. Yeah, no, I'm doing. Uh, are you doing LA? I think I'm doing LA. Yeah, LA. Are you going to be doing any tour shit, or are you just doing spot um, dates? No, actually, I'm 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 just trying to figure out my routes right now for tour. You know, we ain't really. I got a couple spot dates on the calendar, but I'm ready. I'm ready to get on tour, bro. Like, yeah, I feel like, like it's PTSD overdue, bro. Was, you know, it got delayed. Yeah, it got delayed. Like twelve shows in, the shit was lit. So I'm definitely ready to pick back up for sure. We should be. We're gonna be touring. We'll be touring sometime soon, right, Britt? For sure. As long as you bring Brittany on the road with oh, you, yeah, everything no, you will know, go smoothly. She go, I go, man. She makes sure it's all right. Yes. Well, look, hey, the album is out. Um, do we have a single that we can introduce, Brittany? What's the single? T.O.P. T.O.P. All right, I'm going to let you introduce dog, that 21 shit. 21 Savage. Let's get it. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 